So, after a few interesting encounters on your way out, you left Sartrice, freed the slaves at the plantation, or most of them. Some didn't make it. You set on the road to Kirak. On the way, had a fight with a hill giant and some dire wolves. And then arriving in Kirak, passed on the message from Lady Magdalene Lunamane to Chief Rothman Ma. He invited you to hunt, had more direct contact with Lady Lunamane, uh, which you guys spoke about on the trip to hunt what ended up being a chimera. And then afterwards, when you returned to town, he invited you to join them on top of the God's Reach at the crossing for their celebration and ceremonies in which you were told they would be making contact with the spirits to ask for guidance. He said personally he was going to ask for advice on what to do about the situation with Lady Lunamane as she had requested aid. And he said, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe the spirits will be able to help you with something as well. You then had some time to kill. See so a lot of shopping. You bought many things, such as three a goldfish. Goldfish. Yeah, why did you buy a goldfish? It was a bag. <laughs> it was a mystery. Bag. Oh, oh, that's right. I totally it's forgot about that. Unbreakable goldfish. Uh, I, I just look, I'm looking at my notes and I wrote Gilvin bought a goldfish. Why? Yeah, you bought you bought a, a strange goldfish. Three hundred dollar goldfish. <laughs> uh, restorative ointments, potions of healing, midnight candles, barbarian's barb, Helena's pan flute, and Hubert's handy spice pouch. Yes. From uh, respectively tech mud mug, uh, sort of oddities shop owner, and then you also paid a visit to Rotacon where he bought the restorative ointment, midnight candles, and such. Sort of strange herbalist witch doctor type gentleman and that's where we left off so the celebration is tonight right correct what time of day is it? yeah we'll say after all that you're probably getting into late afternoon and if you want like if there's anything else you want to do get ready the rest yeah 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 because we fought a giant oh. creature this morning and came back and we haven't, <laughs> haven't slept the rest of the world. all right so we'll, we'll call it a short rest then so go ahead and uh, those of you who need to Roll hit dice and such. I would do my song of rest. Extra d6. Five. Nice. Don't have any spells. I was gonna say you don't need them, but I guess there might be fights. Right? I have the one on ones. Yeah, the one on ones are tonight. Fuck. If you, you can want, always just, you know. You don't have to use breakfast. I think you should participate. <laughs> I forgot all about this. I'm excited. Everyone's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Even episode. <laughs> six one-on-one fights. <laughs> it's going to take six hours. <laughs> six days. Not sleeping. Oh, well. <laughs> it's about to get <laughs> All right. Was there anything else you wanted to do before moving on to the guest? I, w- I was already on my way up there. Oh, that's right. You were. You didn't come shopping with us. <laughs> well, that was, so that would have been earlier in the day. You said you like went up and you sat up there, I think, and just kind of were taken in all the situation day. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so how long do you want to stay up there? Like a couple hours. Yeah. Okay. And then 
wander back down to find my crew. I mean, what else am I gonna do? That's it. That's it. You're gonna be sore. <laughs> so it's definitely sure. like, having been up there. You were up there alone at the time. Um, over the course of that couple hours, eventually people would have started to uh, trickle in and start making preparations, building like a large central bonfire, things like that. What uh, what did the stones and stuff look like up there while I was there? The stones? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a basically like a large, empty, flattened top, right, for the like the big circular area on top of the pillar with a short, waist-high wall that goes around the outside edge. But it looks like the wall is like part of the pillar itself, like they, to make the set-in part in the middle where the space is to move around and do things. It's like they dug into the pillar's top okay. to create the wall on the outside. Okay. But it's, it's beautiful. You can see for miles in every direction. You're the highest thing, highest point for a long time. Okay. Eventually you make your way back down, find them, have a rest, and then go back up. We can keep going back up. Exercise. <laughs> your thighs are going to be killing me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Killer thighs. It is a <laughs> trick. Go up the stairs. Under those purple robes. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, you. Make your way up the God's Reach to uh, Windmoss Perch, where you met Chief Roth before. And as promised, for those of you that haven't already seen it, uh, upon passing Windmoss Perch, you find the beginning of a wooden stairway secured to the stone of the God's Reach, continuing up and around the outside of this great pillar of rock. Each stair is an individual plank of wood extending about three feet out from the stone and separate from the steps on either side of it, with gaps between each through which you can see open air the ground below. Uh, looking up, you're able to see where the stairway loops back around the pillar a number of times, spiraling all the way to the peak, maybe a thousand feet up from where you are now. There is no safety railing. These are the heaven steps. Do you think we should uh, tie a rope around our waist or something? What so we all... <laughs> I just have a bad feeling I'm going to jump to the next step and pull through. <laughs> just don't. Just don't. <laughs> don't. Don't do that. You made it up just fine. I believe in this. How far point. is it between the uh, steps? Just be careful. Uh, not not like a huge gap, but there is a gap. Like enough that you can see below. Right. Probably oh. like my legs are like. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was like. No, you're not like jumping steps. <laughs> Good. I was worried. That's what I, that's not what a platforming we game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that comes later in the dungeon. <laughs> so is there a lot of people like surrounding us also going to this thing? Like um, while we're going? Does like a like handful, right like time? as you kind of get there and check it out, like a, a couple of people like pass you and kind of nod and begin their trek up the stairs. So not a crowd. Yeah. But there are other people moving in that direction. And looking up as it kind of spirals upwards, you can see like a few other small groups of people heading up the stairs as well. How wide are the steps? Three feet. Uh, three they feet. are. They extend out from the stone three feet. Oh. Like the the width of the stairs, like your average step. So like at most two people can fit on at a time. No, uh, just one one person for sure. No, no, he's not about the step. Yeah. The width of the step. It's oh. only three feet. Yeah, big. So yeah, definitely one person. And if you trip, you're gonna die. Don't trip. 
We're gonna do a skill check. Everybody roll dexterity. How is Gilpin gonna come down these? On his butt. On his shield. His shield. That's when you fly off. You never saw Gilpin again. No, you survived. I'm sure you would. One hit point. Natural twenty. I landed a tree. Just sleep on top. Yeah. So your your nervousness in mind. A bit wobbly and unsure at first. As you begin your climb, you are eventually able to accept that the stairs are at least solid and stable, even if death is only one misplaced footfall away. Some 20 minutes later, you eventually reach the top top of the stairs, uh, and at the end of them there's an open gap in this surrounding wall to step through. But stepping into the space there here at the peak of the God's Reach, as I explained her, you see there are walls circling the area on the edges of the pillar. Uh, they're about waist high. Like I said, that central area seems like they dug down into the pillar itself there to create the set-in area with the wall features. <clears throat> At the center of that is a large fire pit dug out about a foot below the rest of the walking ground level here, but with a massive bonfire built and burning that rises 10 feet or more above that level. And around that fire, each held aloft on a pike set in stone below are the three heads of the chimera. The goat with its tongue lolling off to one side, the lion with its cheeks pulled back as though it's baring its fangs, and the dragon with its maw open in mock preparation to release a cone of flame. There is no seating or dinner tables, just one large rough wooden table near the outside of the ring, absolutely laden with fruits, vegetables, bread, meat, uh, which you assume to be taken from the chimera, uh, as well as a handful of open barrels of drink to one side and a smattering of wooden cups on the ground next to the barrels. And kind of, you know, as you notice that, you see people just walking up, grabbing kind of what they want to eat off the table or picking a cup off the ground, scooping a drink from the barrel and moving off to talk, sing, roughhouse, and generally carouse in the failing light of the setting sun. How's the view up here? It's crazy. I bet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it like dark, dark by the or? <clears throat> the sun is currently setting. So it's uh, starting to dip below the horizon. You get that... Um, real nice kind of like magic like witching hour lighting going on everything's sort of got that orange hue to it um, it's almost like a fantasy setting almost like a fantasy fantasy setting, yeah. <laughs> you see for miles in every direction as i was saying to her you are at the highest point within sight now. cool how big are the barrels of drink <laughs> there, there are several <laughs> and they're, they're pretty yeah, large yeah. okay so they're not like no, you no, can't take one. Barrels. Yeah, barrels. Gillen goes and grabs. <laughs> <laughs> take that down the stairs. <laughs> um, are the moons visible? Not yet. Is anyone starting to tar- partake of like food or drink, or is it look yeah. like they're still putting stuff out? No, people are people are eating and chatting as as described. People okay. are hanging out. They're doing things. Yeah, you see people kind of like scuffling and play fighting like off on one side and as you're kind of like looking around at everything you're approached by chief rothwin mon he how, how big is the top of the pillar it would say roughly like 60 to 80 feet maybe diameter okay oh pretty large yeah uh you're eventually approached by roth he kind of claps a few on the shoulder there to be some hand-to-hand fights tonight Will any of you be stepping into the fray for honor and glory? Of course. Of course. <clears throat> How could we resist? Just hands. Hi. 
Well, well then, no. <laughs> I was like, no. I will see her. No weapons allowed. No weapons allowed, and no magic either. These are a bit different from the fights I heard you had partaken in at the Shadow Shield. I am still in. If there are any children-sized children. For honor. Perhaps some goblins. Wait. Or kobolds. Uh, maybe. For chance. I'll keep my. Well, if you're to fight, have a. Chat with my brother over there, his name being <laughs> Arnesk. Sorry, I haven't talked to him in a while. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, speak with my brother Arnesk, he'll get you on the list and hook you up with a bout. Thank you. Looks like you have a, a mighty feast. Aye, big beast. How many uh, people usually show up to these things? Is it like the whole time, or? No, <laughs> the uh, entire city would not fit atop the God's Reach. We keep this part of it relatively small. The rest of the city will be celebrating in their own way throughout tonight, but this is mostly spiritual leaders, friends, family. We're honored. I'm honored to have hunted with you. It's a glorious fight. Mighty killing blow you, you did there. Ah, thank you. Of course, I wouldn't have been able to manage it without your help. Unfortunately, trekking javelins not quite hitting the mark for a bit of that battle. I had to get my licks in while I could. Just happened to be the last one. There is no IN team. Everybody has to help. I guess you're right. I've never thought of that before. (laughs) Interesting. Have yourselves a drink, get some food. As I said, speak to Arnesk if you want to fight. Have a good evening. Ceremonies will be uh, soon. I think they're waiting for the sun to go all the way down. And he steps away and kind of claps someone else on the back and starts chatting and walking with them, you know, under his arm. Gets a drink. How'd you like to proceed? We see Arnesk. Yeah, he pointed him out to you, so he's where you kind of see people like scuffling and wrestling off to one side. Mm -hmm. You see a slim, bald, clean-shaven, kind of lithe, you know, musculature. He looks like he's probably fairly quick and agile as in terms of his build. Younger look, kind of standing outside that little fighting area, observing. Go walk on up to him. Yeah, me too. Approach, he kind of sees you. Hi there. Uh, we were told by Ross that you're doing the fights. Oh, yeah. Like you want to get in? Yeah, I... Yeah. All right. Uh, preference? No. Levels? I know you were there at the uh, Chimera Hunt. Right. Must be pretty capable. We'd like to fix so. Round level five. All right, well, hmm. sizing you up. I don't know how you feel about a no. No, no problem. <laughs> he points over to no. He's he's a ferocious looking, <laughs> hairy fuck. He's like missing one eye. He's got scars all down his face. And he's, he like looks at you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Did you hear about me the other night? I pretty much <laughs> took him on by myself. Yes, yes, confidence. It starts to dwindle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows me. <laughs> <laughs> That barrel up here. <laughs> yeah. Arnas gives a little chuckle at that. Ah, uh, speaking of meat hook, you're a bit bigger. How about a mentor? <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Never got to fight him before. Uh, it won't be meat hook well, tonight, but uh, I think it's actually uh, the blacksmith. Oh shit, oh shit. Hoofy. 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 Steel stuff. Oh, that's way more interesting. Yeah, he was an adventurer in his day, so watch out, he's got moves. <laughs> Alright. Is that it? Anyone else? Okay. Excuse us. Mm-mm. Nah, come on. You look big and strong. They'll tear you up. No. Mm-mm. Throw hands. It'll feel good. I don't think you have enough healers for the victims. <laughs> <laughs> Does I understand you have a few among you, though? They don't want to die. <laughs> we call her spooky. There is good reason. <laughs> Fair enough. Now I understand no weapons, right? Correct. No armor, weapons, armor. no armor. No armor. No magic. Come on, of the body, strength of the mind. Fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. What magic. the? Get in there. Get in there. <laughs> No weapons, though. You're, you're, yeah, no weapons. You're sly. You look fast. You could hide and, you know, take a little buddy with you. Take a little buddy with you. Take a what? A little straw buddy or something. A little straw buddy. Slank attack. Take a shrubbery or something to hide behind. Take a shrubbery or something to hide behind. Just come back. I just need a sleepy bag. There you go. Our sleepy bags a lot. <laughs> uh, no, I think no? I'm good. <laughs> oh, I have a question about fighting. Okay. Sure. Can you choke anyone out? Is this a question to the DM or Arnasco? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't like know the rules about that. <laughs> there are not officially rules about that. Would it be like rounds? I could I could work something out. If you want, you have to like what when like a lot of strength checks like. Yeah, there'd probably be some contested rules. Yeah. See if you can like maintain the choke long enough to put them out. For a long time, bro. Yeah, two minutes is a lot of rounds. Like, well, like the average choke out is like six seconds, I would say. That's what I was thinking. Like the UFCs would. d uh, or no, one. stuff's a little different. Yeah, it's like so. normal combat. I would say probably no because. No, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. But in this kind of situation, like yeah. I was just thinking about grappling a lot instead of like sure. just hitting them. Just doing rock and sock them. Yeah. Well, these types of fights are kind of special circumstance. I can work something out. I'm gonna wrap him up, man. He's my tail. That doesn't say anything about dragon breath. Yeah, that's nasty. Well, if you're ready, you want to get in now. He kind of looks over to the ring and. <clears throat> where there's a, uh, you, you see currently a full-blooded orc and a hobgoblin going at it. The orc knocks the hobgoblin over, he sits on top of him and just elbow, 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 and the hobgoblin just <laughs> out cold. And a couple people standing around like, ah. 
or gets up, he kind of picks the hobgoblin up, throws him over his shoulder, carries him over to the edge, and sits him down. Get him some water. <laughs> and some teeth. Yeah. Ring appears to be empty. Huh? One second. I run over to the barrel. Scoop. Oh. <laughs> How much do you think? Just which, like just which barrel? Just a scoop. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Which ones are there? <laughs> uh, you you see two that are uh, pretty dark brown color, two that are sort of a muddled deep amber, uh, and one that is kind of has a. Do they look like um like stouts or or liquor? Just looking hard to tell. I'm gonna do the amber one. Pick a barrel. Amber one. All right. Yeah. Just one cup of whatever, how big. Down it. Yep. Count it. Right into the ring. All right. You go to the ring. Straight. He pushes uh, the hyena. Ah, get in there, you mangy son of a bitch. (laughs) 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 I'm going to go find (laughs) it. You're going to go find the food? Yeah. I'm going to try to play. Food. All right. Bad meat. Yeah. I'm also just being a little wary because we're out here on top of this fucking giant pillar. Just gonna keep an eye out on the horizon and the people around. No, yes. can you watch the back holding? <laughs> I don't know if I'm entrusting it to the right <laughs> I'm very surprised that you did it to all of Can somebody watch the back holding? I've taken it <laughs> disappear into the crowd. <laughs> Pulls out new character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> you never see the <laughs> 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 I just want to keep an eye out. On the horizon and on the people coming time. up and down. And fucking oh. dice out. Oh, yeah, yeah we didn't even pick your dice. Pick, yeah. party fun. Who's going to be? First up, and I thought you picked up two. Yeah, we still have a good amount. <laughs> What's the amount? A good amount of party fund? Uh huh. 320 gold and 138 platinum. Pretty good. Fuck this. Alright, That is now in all of hands. <laughs> Do you uh. Don't let off. me know if it diminishes. <laughs> take off your armor and uh, items. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I put them on the bag of holding. What does that set your AC to? 14. Then no one's going down. I'm guessing fists are like D4, right? Uh, Technically, sure. it's, it's uh. If you're not proficient with unarmed attacks, it's a D2. I'm going to say we'll do the full D4 just for the sake of expediency, so this doesn't take a million years. Okay. And roll initiative. Can I, can I smite on a punch? <laughs> is this melee attack or melee weapon? It's a melee weapon. Oh, this spell. I was just thinking, well, my 14. The gnoll will go first. <laughs> so you step into the ring, you're, you're eyeing each other, the gnoll. With his, like, mangy freeze got his head down a little bit, his back scruff is all fucking sticking out in different ways and he's like circling looking all creepy like just as you step forward you put one foot forward like you're about to move in for the first hit he swoops to the side and he's gonna try and deck you on the side of the face for a while that's a that's a 20 to hit six damage and as he's in there hitting you he's gonna lean in and bite you Ooh. That's a 21 to hit. Yep. Which is going to be another 5 damage. As he sinks his teeth into your shoulder, what do you do? Well, obviously, I'm going to go into a rage. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> do that. 
So his is his head still like on my shoulder? Mm-hmm. And then my other question is, as a barbarian, do I still have two attacks? Yeah, you have multi attack. That's what I want. <laughs> All right. Fucking hero. <laughs> so so his head's like right here, on my shoulder or on my neck? You said shoulder, right? Shoulder. I'm just like gonna deck him like that. <laughs> Roll the Natural 17. That'll do. Would it be plus my rage? Damn. Plus uh, strength. I guess, yeah, rage. Because it's strength-based attacks. Okay. So it's a four plus two would be six. Would there any, is there anything more added on? Or? Plus your strength. Plus my strength. Oh, so it would be five. So nine damage. Nice. For the first round. And then the second it? attack. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so he's off me now. So yeah, you, you deck, he's bitten into your shoulder, you deck him in the face, he, with a bit of a spot of blood, kind of pulls away and moves to the side. He comes up, looking a little woozy, you see blood dripping down his face now, a mix of his and yours. Uppercut. And you go for the uppercut, roll attack. Natural 15. That'll do. Eight. Eight damage. Woo! <clears throat> so the uppercut, boom, he oh, lurches back, he barely keeps himself up. Ooh, comes forward and he's coming back in with a natural one. So <laughs> he's like rocked after those last two hits and he throws a wild fucking haymaker. His eyes are barely open. He's still trying to get it together. just completely whiffs. And then he's going to try to use the momentum to come back around the other way with a good God, a 10. So <laughs> you, uh, as he's still not quite sure footed, you duck the second swing a little closer, but still not there. Guilt. duck. And then I'm going to. Is it going to be the same if you're not just using your fist? Like, could I use a knee? Would that sure, still yeah. be a D4? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to bring my knee up and, like, smack him right in the stomach. Okay. Roll tight. Mm, apparently, I'm not good at that. It says now. Pretty five. accurate dwarf <laughs> <laughs> so so Five. Five. Plus, what's your strength, Bob? Uh, three. Okay. So yeah, he's uh, unfortunately a little tall for you, <laughs> as you try to knee him in the stomach. You step forward and you kind of do like a little like Superman like jump knee almost. Yeah. Doesn't quite connect. He kind of sidesteps and shoves your knee to the side. And <laughs> second second attack. Going in for the elbow. Yeah. That's an after fifteen. That'll do. That would be a six damage. So he laughs at your first failed attempt. And you, in your rage, you're like, that, come back in with the elbow. Ugh. Air comes out of his lungs uh, for another six damage from his hunched over position. As he's kind of standing in front of you now, as you've elbowed and turned to face him, he's just going to come up and clock you with the back of his head uh, for uh, four damage. Half two. Uh, and as you kind of like reel for that, he tries to come in with like a double hammer fist, but you kind of write yourself in time just to step to the side and he whiffs. What do you do? Okay, so I step to the side and I'm gonna like scurry behind him and then just do one of those to his the back of his head. Okay, well done. <laughs> Scurry. <laughs> scurry. And scurry. Well, I got legs. Oh, I'm That's what you gotta do when you're like, little, so like small. you scurry. <laughs> That's a natural five. <laughs> so you scurry behind <laughs> and you try to palm strike someone <laughs> taller than you in the back of the head. I forget how tall you are. How tall is he? How tall? So he's a Nola and another like. They're plenty. Yeah, they're pretty big. Are so they really? Are they like six, seven feet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I'm you're sorry. like. 
<laughs> so when you were trying to, well, hey, it makes sense. The one when you tried to knee him best. Yeah. The one where you tried to hit him in the head missed. Okay. Came for the kneecaps. <laughs> All right. Bring him down. In that case, I'm going to punch him in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> you screw back to the front. <laughs> Roll for dick punch. Actually, no, just, can I slide between his legs? And- oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, roll, roll for dick punch slide. <laughs> what would I roll for that? Is it just an attack yeah. or? Yeah, just roll attack. Okay. <laughs> well, let me look up your dick punch slide. Go see this one. That's an actual three. <laughs> <laughs> so you, try to you run forward and you try like your uh, like your sliding foot first into like home base or something. You try to slide under and punch under his dick. You go like still too short. Yeah, you, you go. You get between his legs, but eight do stop when your like waist is about where your hand needed to be. So you just like punch his butt cheek, <laughs> and he's going to. <laughs> yeah, you said your AC is fourteen. Uh-huh. Okay, so he gets punched in the butt cheek, and he's like confused. Uh, so he brings one foot up and then stomps down on one of the legs that has come through oh. for four damage. Is that half to two or no? Uh, half to two. Uh, and then he, he tries to do it again, but you kind of scurry again okay. out, out from between his legs before his foot comes down and with a little cloud of dust. Where are you? All right. Who's time? I'm just going to punch him in the dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. Man, why are you always That's fine, go for it. That's the height I can reach. I can't reach the other head. <laughs> <laughs> grab, 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 some, grab me some null deck. <laughs> That's a, a natural 13. That'll null deck. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't roll a natural one. It's supposed to punch one of the walls. Oh, no. Alright, uh, 8 damage. Oh well, yeah, okay. <laughs> eight, eight dick damage. Eight dick damage. <laughs> yeah, you uh, get out from under his legs, kind of step yeah, around him to the front, and bah, he's not happy about it. He keels over. He's like legs crossing, holding. Okay. Second attack. Um, Dirt. Is his head down now? Uh, about yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna punch him in the face. Okay. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> make him get to my level. <laughs> Like how the chief said, honorable combat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For honor and glory, you're part of the game. I'm waiting for you to start his face and shit. Just push him under the bonfire. There's a natural five. Yeah, throw him off the edge. <laughs> That's a miss. Yeah. So you go to hit him in the face and he kind of... Uh, comes up just enough, like while you're still holding down there with one hand, and just like swat your hand to the side. <laughs> are there like people watching this fight? Like, they're watching this fight. <laughs> and are there like reactions like to dick? Yeah, punch? oh yeah, like the boom. It's dirty. They all know. <laughs> yeah, nobody looks mad. They just look like sympathetic to the mole. Uh, he that's a. Uh, 13, so that's gonna miss. He tries to like kick out at one of your legs to see if he can topple you, and you kind of swerve from one side. He gets just a little like grazing blow, and then he lunges forward to try to grapple you, and you grab his arms and <laughs> shove, shove him up uh, off your body as you like duck low and weave and get out of his grasp. Let's see. All right, can I run up and kind of like jump on him? And you can try. Roll tight. Jump on 
Jump up. Uh, just super super man power. Okay. Super okay. Get up higher. Now I just need a stick to just punch. <laughs> I need a stick to punch and ticks. <laughs> <laughs> punch what you can reach. <laughs> yeah, you run forward and do a jump. And he, he you got all like a distance between you and him because he's mm. kind of high. So he's got enough time to react and sidestep. Second okay. attack. So I'm guessing now that I'm like, kind of like falling like, kind of in a crack position. And we're like knee, you know, elbow his knee. <clears throat> okay. Natural seven. Which brings you to? What am I adding to it? Strength? Strength, yeah. Ten. Ten? Okay. Uh, so yeah, you kind of superhero landing, you know, three-point landing, whatever, from your Superman punch next to him. You try to, like, elbow out at his knee, and he smacks your hand to the side. And as he smacks your hand away, he brings that same hand that you smacked away with back down and kind of hammer fists to the top of your head. For five damage, half to three. And as you're kind of knocked low by that hit, you look up just in time to see him coming down with a second fist for six damage, half to three. And it is your turn. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just gonna punch him. I can't. Okay. Just, just right in the stomach. Right. I'm, I'm going back to basics because my, my other moves are not working out. <laughs> The natural 15. <laughs> I'll do, yeah. okay. I appreciate the flair. I gotta you're stick to the punch. Your rolls weren't with you. <laughs> it was kind of accurate, though. <laughs> Trying new stuff doesn't always work out. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, that would be nine damage Ooh. for the first one. Okay. Deck him in the gut. I'm gonna punch him again. Punch is over. That's a natural 13. That'll do. For nine damage again. Wow, shit. All right, so uh, as you're kneeling after he's just decked you twice in the face, you from your kneeling position, kind of like standing, and with the the movement of that stance, you get like the uh, strength of your legs in the punch as well for that first hit in the gut, and he doubles over, and then boom, go for a second while he's bent over in the face, and he's just out cold on the ground immediately, just Dang. face nice. As he drops, Arnesk is like, whoa, ho, 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 all right. <laughs> Let's let him live. Gilvin, <laughs> <laughs> ah, everybody. I was like, ah. I cheer with Chimera in my mouth. <laughs> with what? Chimera in my mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got Patsy on the back and starts pulling to the outside of the ring. Take a breather, friend. Right. Time to drink. How about you? Dry is the name, yeah? Yeah. I'm ready to take on Merlin. Oh. And right as you say that, Marilyn's steel step kind of like moves forward. You could see him already above people because he's like a solid, like seven and a half, maybe eight feet tall. He's a big fucking dude. And he just sidesteps through a couple people into the front. And uh, you, you saw him before, so you remember well. He is a stacked motherfucker, like rippling muscles everywhere. Ridiculous. So he's not really strong. Those are fake. <laughs> just like, this man they're forges just, all just, day every just for day. Show. He eats in. <laughs> just like all forges. Uh, so he's already in the ring. Yeah, he steps. He steps into the ring as at this uh, initiation from Arnesk. Jump kick. The patch on the side. Jump kick. Jump kick. Jump kick. Jump kick. I was like, what the fuck? I ain't the dick. 
<laughs> Sometimes you just gotta hit whatever you can. Is that is it is it darker out now? Like sun sunset. There it's it's sun, going down. Sun almost more. Almost yeah. It's it's starting to get that sort of like gray light where the sun is like below the horizon, but you're still getting a little bit of light from it. No, no view of, of moons. The moons are s- just starting to kind of show up on. Okay. Okay. You a werewolf? Yeah. <laughs> when you like when he walked in the ring, he got an announcement or whatever, like who he is or whatever. No, he just uh, like or he's just like mentioned it to you. He just kind of like stepped into the ring. Oh, and uh, everyone kind of looks and they like look back at you. Like you see people in the crowd, like mm. <laughs> like they they feel like they know what's about to happen to you. But they don't know you that well, so we'll see. You got this, right? Well, right when I step into the ring, I want to use like straight up into the air. My breath weapon. Just like as an intimidation thing. You got my own pyrotechnics. <laughs> you give Arnask a nod and like hand on his chest, like pushing back a little bit, step into the ring and like breathe fire, a line straight up into the sky and it outshines for a brief moment the huge bonfire in the center of the ring. And people like from all around, if you guys are kind of paying attention, you see like you get a lot of head turns at that. And the people are like, oh shit. Like <laughs> the same people that are like, you about to get fucked up kind of feel like, okay. <laughs> I like to think of a bat was flying by. I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 feet down. Marilyn kind of gives you like a nod. I'll take no pressure. In pressure. I'll take no pleasure in breaking you. Uh, you as well. Roll initiative. Sixteen. I'm thinking plus one, so seven. Uh, okay, you get the first move. I think I'm gonna go for a. I'm gonna spear my shoulder and try to like take him down. All right, roll tight. Ooh, that's only a ten. Only ten, and okay. is that just plus your strength? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so not quite enough. You punch your shoulder over and like book at him. For his size, he's surprisingly quick. He kind of steps to the side and shoves you off using your own momentum against you. You sort of like shove off to the side and right yourself uh, to prepare. You don't have multi attack, nope. right? Because <laughs> he does, I'm sure. He's got words. And those are magic. He's a bonus, you know. Charge. Turn you into applesauce. Moving with that like momentum as he shoved you off, you get like a little distance between you. He backs up another couple steps, puts his head down, he's gonna charge at you. Uh, uh, he rolls a nine. So he uh, rushes past you, you kind of grab onto his horns, a pretty large dragonborn yourself, and just kind of yank him to the side, like right as he uh, throw him over. Uh, he sort of stands up straight and he's uh, getting ready to move in. It's your go. Um, I'm gonna try to like sweep his legs or something. Sure, roll tight. Take him prone. Uh, 17. 17 will do. Yeah, uh, roll damage. D4 plus strength. 8 damage. Nice. How would you like to do this? <laughs> yeah. Weakest <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 me. He's a scholar. 
He skipped leg day. So Jariah kind of drop low on one leg, swinging the other around in an arc. Uh, catch him in the, the ankles. You hear like a little snap. And he like whips over, lands on his back. And he is going to uh, turn the table a bit. So he hits his, on, a, on his back, your leg kind of completing its arc. Just as you're about to get away from him, he reaches out one of his mammoth fucking arms, <laughs> grabs your leg, and he's going to rip it out from under you for five damage. You land on your back and kind of crack your skull on the stone below. Now you are both on the ground. It's your move. All right, I'm gonna go side control. <laughs> I'm <just kidding. laughs> no, yeah, I'm gonna go over there and start arm bar. <laughs> yeah, just try to like hit him right there, you know. Kiss him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just while he's down. Base the horn. <laughs> That'll do. Another eight damage. Rolling high. So on the ground. You kind of just immediately like extend your arm back to the side of the head. He, as he's looking at you, he kind of like to try to move away, catch him in the temple, and his head completely whips to the other side with the force of the blow. Um, and then, can I also stand up? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll stand up. I know if there's like movement in the, it's all the ring, but yeah, kind of winging it. Sure. Yeah, you can stand up. Right. So you get up and kind of get ready for him as he's also standing up. Uh, he's going to use Reckless, which will put him... Oh, sorry, you said your AC's on Way above that. So he stands up. You're kind of ready and, like, waiting in a defensive posture. He moves in. You try to kind of block as he swings in, and he pushes your hand to the side and then brings it back uh, for a whopping five damage. He's rolling low. Ones every time. Uh, and it was your go. All right, I think I'm gonna try to like, yeah, do like a a body kick. All right, we'll take. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right, yeah, you <clears throat> go for the body quick, quick kick, and he grabs your foot midair as it goes for his midsection and holding it there, reckless. Uh, he's going to twist it, so you hear a little little snap and your leg and a, a shot of sharp pain kind of crawling up your nerves up into your hip uh, for eight damage as you twist and hit the ground. I think I'm gonna try to <clears throat> spear him again, like from the ground, just like scurry. Roll tight. 15. That'll do. Actually, you can roll with advantage because you uh, reckless attacked him. Yeah. Nice. Oh, Ooh, five. <clears throat> so you kind of scrabble with your like hands and legs as you start to shoot forward before you're even at a fully standing position. And then you get up just enough to spear him in the stomach with your shoulder. You said five damage? Yeah. As he kind of like takes the blow and lurches back and tries to shove you off of him a little bit. Reckless. He shoves you up a little bit so you kind of like move back and stand up and just as you kind of get up in this position, boom, uppercut to the chin for Five damage, ones all day. All right, I'm gonna try to run behind him and jump on his back. And try to get his throat. Go for it. Big meaty throat. Twelve. You can roll at advantage. Oh. Worse. 
Damn. So with the 12, you go and kind of jump on his back and you get your arm around and you're like trying to like get a good grip, but he's got one hand under your arm, so you're not able to get like a solid lock. Fuck ass. Uh, <laughs> so he, he trying to like, as you're up there, he's trying to elbow you and keeping your like choking arm at bay and he's missing. Uh, it's your go. I guess I'll just go for the choke again since he didn't get me out. Natural twenty. Nice. Oh. Oh. Right, a well, it's a it's a grapple. Oh yeah, yeah. that's not damage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you definitely get it. Yeah, you kind of <clears throat> with one arm around, you use the other one to like pry his hand out from under it, and then you get that immediate tightening, and you you know you got him in a lock now. So you're attempting to choke him out. We're in nature. Okay. Well, so you have that now. If you can hold it. We'll do a contested check on your next turn and see how uh, how it progresses. He is going to... Yeah, he's going to try and get Did you off of him. Make that sound. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you like, now that he's got both arms free, he's going to reach up and try to like rip you off of him. This would be a contested athletics. So do that. That dude could swallow an apple whole. He didn't roll great. There's 20. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so he's uh, like trying to yank your arm off and he starts to get it just a little bit. And you kind of like bat his hands away and you put the second arm around. Now you got them both around his neck. You're just like hanging off like your legs dangling behind, completely holding yourself, all your body weight on this dude's neck. I'm going to say, I'm going to have him do a. Constitution saving throw. Uh, roll, roll athletics again. We'll make whatever your roll is is DC. Oh, twelve. That's so you've got both arms. You guys watching again. His legs are swinging. The uh, Minotaur Merlin Steel Step is kind of moving around. She's trying to like throw him off balance and get him off, shaking. Uh, Dry is hanging on for dear fucking life. This is a your your friend is a tough. Hunk of dragonborn meat, and he's holding, holding strong, slowly, little by little. You see Marilyn kind of like losing steam. He's doing all this work, and he's not able to get any air in. And his eyes start to flutter. And he drops down to one knee, and then the other, and he just face plants. Oh yes! <laughs> 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 Sorry, Fuck yeah! <laughs> I come up to dry with. Two drinks of that amber stuff. <laughs> that amber stuff, <laughs> which you you have discovered is ale. Is ale? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. Arnesk comes up to you. He's like, "God's dead." He's right in the bowl. And I told you that Noel would be no problem. <laughs> no problem. Oh, no. I cringe for like 30 yeah. years. <laughs> uh, you certainly handled yourself well, Sir Dwarf Gilvin. You, I'm genuinely fucking surprised. <laughs> I've never seen anybody take down Marilyn. First time for everything. Yeah, yeah kind of nudges him on the ground a little bit. Yeah. Uh, can you? Yeah, you see a couple of, like folks, you know, go over and like roll them over. They got a cup of water and stuff. They sit them up and try to get them, you know, back to consciousness. Well fought. Well fought. Uh, and at this point, the darkness is kind of starting to take over the sky. You see currently one, 
moon, full, three, crescent. Mirlin eventually kind of regains consciousness. He looks a little groggy. You know, I want to walk up to him and like help him up. But like while I'm helping him up, I want to do lay on hands so he feels like good by the time he's standing up. With a warm uh, embrace, like the feeling that you get in springtime, you kind of pass that on to him as you exchange that gesture of helping him. He gets up. You can see as the uh, couple hit points go in, he kind of like gets himself together at a, a little bit of a quicker pace. You're one tough son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been hit like that since I fought a mountain troll, or giant, whatever it is. I've never been choked out. <laughs> <laughs> he puts hands on both of your shoulders. Well fucking done. <laughs> Gives you a little shake. <laughs> I'm gonna get some grog. <laughs> Heads over to the barrels. <clears throat> Too bad we didn't have some bets rolling on that. There's a time and place, <laughs> We would have made lots of Thank God that it worked. <laughs> I had like five hits. <laughs> like, oh I have to do this now or never. For the record, he still had 55. Yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> I knew that. That was probably the case. Yeah. Even though it's hitting like eight every freaking time. Yeah. And the one time a natural 20 wasn't even that. Once I heard him start saying hit. reckless, I'm like, okay, this guy's a barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm, oh my gosh. <laughs> so you're, yeah, you're force. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he was probably ranged. Uh-huh. He actually was not. Uh, Just a regular fight. fighting guy. What are the other beverages? Uh, like the there is. little bits of... Yeah, there's ale. Uh, there's grog, which is a like a very strong uh, stout. Yeah, like dirty fire water, like yeah, <laughs> like like more than prison hooch. Even strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris. Yeah, like a like a <laughs> Everclear meets moonshine vibe from that shit. Um, <clears throat> I'll take some. Of that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Brave and fire tonight. There's also a, a barrel of a fairly fruity, if pretty dry, dark red wine as well. Cool. I'm gonna take that and uh, press the digitation or make it smell like the other stuff. Try to make it look like I'm drinking the hard stuff. Like that. Yeah. So after a few hours of this uh, raucous celebration, the fights and such, eventually you see three figures who are all seated in, in various positions stand up. You see a, a male bugbear, about eight feet tall. He's pretty burly and broad, has kind of scraggly and matted brown fur and gray robes. Uh, you see a male orc, uh, just over six feet tall. He has mottled green and brown skin. He's covered in tattoos like head to toe. Uh, he has large tusks, bone nose ring and earplugs, and he wears only loose black pants and has a leather, hatchel, uh, leather satchel hanging from a belt at his waist that has various, look to be like little totems and things hanging off of it. And you also see a white female dragonborn, very old, about five five. <laughs> she's kind of walks in a hunched over position. She has a very weathered hide, numerous chipped, broken, and missing scales. And she's pretty slow and deliberate in her movements and kind of flowing with that. You see her frayed white robes. These all stand from there. Cross-legged sits at the outside of the pillar top circle and slowly walk towards the massive bonfire at the center. As they walk, their movement is noticed by more and more of the folk in the space and the sounds of chatter, shouting, laughter, and fists pounding flesh die down 
until the only noise is that of the shaman's footsteps spreading out into the open air at the top of the god's reach. The three of them spread out around the fire pit, standing at equidistant points around its circumference. And as they come to a stop, the female dragonborn is the first to speak. We gather here, as we always have, at the peak of the god's reach. Not only to celebrate a successful hunt or the passing of another peaceful season, but also to reach out. And here, where her voice stops, that of the bugbear picks up. We stand at the crossing, the meeting point between our realm and spirit world, a place where the veil is pulled taut and thin, where we can make contact with the souls and beings beyond and seek their guidance for troubling times to come. And now speaking of the orc covering tattoos, I will again offer myself to the spirits as a vessel through which they may speak and extend us their teachings under the light of the Dancing Brothers, as he looks up towards the moons above. The three shaman all wave their hands and practice synchronized movements, and the huge bonfire is suddenly snuffed out. As smoke rises from the wooden pyre, underlit by the low red glow of embers at its base, the orc speaks again. Chief Windmaw, please approach. Ross steps forward from the circle of onlookers formed as the crowd backed away from the fire and the shamans to make way for the ritual. He walks slowly, with intent, until he stops face to face with Borzog, his face red in the ember glow. The orc kind of nods to him with a smile. The chief drops to his knees and raises his face to the sky with his eyes closed. The orc closes his own eyes as well bows his head and reaches out with one hand, touches the tips of his pointer and middle fingers to Chief Winmaw's forehead, and as they make the connection, his head snaps straight and his eyes open, white, pupilless, and glowing. His mouth opens to speak, but the voice from it is not his own. It sounds like hundreds of voices, whispers, full voice, yell at different levels, kind of moving in and out all to melt together into this one spoken word. Roth Wingar, son of Kugal and Raz, chieftain of Kerak and its hordes. It is some time since you sought advice from us. For what do you need our guidance this night? <laughs> Roth, eyes still closed speaks out above the wind beginning to blow. I've been sent messengers. They bore word to me from an old friend. I think change is coming and as so often the case trouble with it. What should I do? How can I do right by my people in this? And through the work, the spirits respond. You are strong and a good man. We think you would be hard-pressed to make a decision that truly harms your people. Remember that loss, even by death, is the way of life. Things, people, they come and go. Ideals, 
with tangible effect. These are what lay the seed for meaningful existence, plentiful present and future, dignity, truth, honor, freedom. These must be upheld at all costs for a people to feel and truly be of worth. Follow your heart, Roth. Your people will love you for it, and they will follow. At this, Orzog withdraws his hand from Roth's forehead. The connection severed, his eyes return to normal. The winds that are kind of starting to whip up die down. And Chief Winmaw slowly rises to his feet. He moves forward and clasps arms with Orzog before pulling him in for a brief embrace, and then returns to the crowd. The um, female dragonborn, after a, a moment, raises her voice to speak again. Are there any here? Others who would ask guidance of the spirits this night. Hi. And as you kind of step up, she gives you a look. She doesn't recognize you. You're not from here, are you, child? No. <clears throat> Unfortunately, it is difficult to bridge the veil for those who have not undergone the proper rites and rituals performed for most of our people at birth. These things can be done later in life, but the process is lengthy and effortful. And uh, just as she's finishing speaking, uh, you hear from one corner of the crowd a uh, familiar voice, that of Rotakan, the lizard folk witch doctor who you'd spoken with in town before, bought some things from. He kind of steps forward to the front of the crowd. Difficult, yes, but not impossible. Your methods are weak. At this, the old female dragonborn kind of shoots back at him with a stern glare. And your words are dangerous, Retacon. He kind of laughs at that. <laughs> Certainly, but this group, the uh, Eastern Wind, they're capable and needn't face those dangers alone. Ragtag bunch of assholes like this wouldn't be traveling together if they didn't have questions that needed answering. Purpose brings strangers together. And purpose so often comes with pain. The female dragonborn responds. You stand to cause the pain here, witch doctor. Cease your mewling snow scale and let them decide for themselves. And he turns to you. The process is simple. I tear the veil, briefly, slipping you into the space between our world and that of the spirits. You will not need to speak with them through a medium because you will be face to face with them. Pass their test, quell their rage, and you will trade words with them directly. For some, they may offer advice unheeded, Others may be allowed to ask a question. Others still may receive a reward I cannot know or predict. The spirit's will and action are alien to us. What say you, Eastern Wind? Ah. Uh, I... You sure. will face the spirits for answers. Yeah. Good. <laughs> 
<laughs> at this Rudakan kind of waves off the three shaman around the fire pit. Uh, the orc and the bugbear retreat to the crowd with angry glares at the lizard folk man, and the female dragonborn moves to the front of the crowd, kind of looking on with obvious concern on her face. Rudakan reaches into the folds of his ragged brown robes and retrieves a handful of dust. It's hard to make out in the night, uh, but it seems to catch a bit of the moonlight glimmering and sparkling in places as he moves with it in hand to the edge of the fire pit. He brings the dust up to his mouth, mutters a few strange phrases into his hand before forcefully throwing it into the smoldering embers. As it strikes, the massive bonfire suddenly erupts in a monstrous roar of blue flame that slowly sinks back down into a flickering green. He looks to you all. Step forward, kneel before the pit, and stare into the flames. Do you guys have your armor on again? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, hand your back the bag. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Not that I have a foot. Got it. Oh. Okay. I'm taps a foot waiting for you. <laughs> I just put my stuff on. Do you guys need to top off? I say we're here, let's fucking do it. I mean, should you drink any potions before we step Oh, yes. It won't be necessary. Okay. But it won't be necessary? The rules there are not the same as they are here. So you different kinds of tests. <laughs> yeah, come on, let's go. Okay. I stare into the flame. <laughs> I kneel <laughs> and I stare. I kneel and I stare. He's stare as he does. At least we can do is look into the flame for him. <laughs> You all move forward, kneel down before the pit, and begin to... Just as this is happening, can I do an inside check on that? What are you trying to glean? Just, um... Like, if he's being honest with us, if this is a good idea, you know. I mean, he's been upfront about the fact that it can potentially be dangerous, Dangerous, but that you're capable. But it doesn't seem like a trick or anything like that. It seems like he's... Roll inside. Well, you believe him. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't seem like he's trying to throw one over on you or anything. You've noticed clearly the Dragonborn Shaman was a bit outspoken about his methods. Seemed to be kind of concerned, but you don't feel like he's trying to necessarily, you know, lure you into anything. Okay. Stare into the flames. So as you do, he moves behind you and paces up and down the line of you, staring into the fire, kind of waving his arms above your heads, tracing shapes through the air and chanting. Does anyone speak Abyssal? Negative. <laughs> so you hear him chanting. Yes. Oh, 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 shit. Spooky, all right. I took last. Earning that name. Uh, so while it doesn't translate exactly, it is something to the effect of I call upon the spirits to show themselves to pull these pilgrims into the fold, to test them, and to offer reward for deserving victors. And as you look into the green flames, twitching and dancing, you swear you begin to see shapes in them. Different shades of green at first, and changing, and pulling, and more, and varied tints until it becomes a kaleidoscope of flashing, twisting colors, dizzying and impossible to track. You kind of tunnel vision. The whirlwind of light becomes your entire world and everything else slips away, the chance slowly dying down to nothing behind you as a feeling of nausea begins to overwhelm. 
Just when you think you can't stand it any longer, you double over, ready to vomit, and it subsides in an instant. You straighten back up. You look around. The fire is gone, as is the pit, as is the crowd that was around you, and the walls on the edges of the pillar top. You look up to see four full moons in the sky, different from the very lunar stages you saw only moments before. And as your gaze drifts back down, you're met with the sight of a terrifying beast. A huge creature of twisting shadows, wide-bodied, four-legged, tail whipping around behind, and five heads on long, thick necks writhing around, loosing haunting shrieks and roars, but always maintaining line of sight on each of you. Ten ghostly white eyes fixed upon your group and tracking every movement. Roll initiative. 